will sing, yes, I will sing praise to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me, and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me, nor forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and let me in a smooth place because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Yes. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalm chapter 34. I will bless the Lord at, at all, all times. times. His praise, praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall yes. make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked at him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones, not one of them is broken. 
evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the souls of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. Psalm chapter 26. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart. For your loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with adulterous mortals, nor will I go in with hypocrites. I have hated the assembly of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocence, so I will go about your altar, O Lord, that I may proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving, and tell of all your wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house, and the place where your glory dwells. Do not gather my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands is a sinister scheme, and whose right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be merciful to me. My foot stands in an even place. In the congregations, I will bless the Lord. Psalm chapter 7 O Lord my God, in you I put my trust. Save me from all those who persecute me, and deliver me, lest they tear me like a lion, rending me in pieces while there is none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is iniquity in my hands, if I have repaid evil to him who was at peace with me, or have plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue me and overtake me. Yes, let them trample my life to the earth and lay my honor in the dust. Selah, arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up because of the rage of my enemies. Rise up for me to the judgment you have commanded. Say the congregation of the peoples shall surround you. For their sakes, therefore, return on high. The Lord shall judge the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity within me. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just, for the righteous God tests the hearts and minds. My defense is of God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a just judge, and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he does not turn back, he will sharpen his sword. He bends his bow and makes it ready. He also prepares for himself instruments of death. 
he makes his arrows into fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked brings forth iniquity. Yes, he conceives trouble and brings forth falsehood. He made a pit and dug it out and has fallen into the ditch which he made. His trouble shall return upon his own head mm. and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. Yes, Lord. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Yeah, there is another song. Uh, I remember the, 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 the chorus. Go get, go get, go get, go get your blessing. Go get, go get, go get, go get, go get. Your blessing. Uh, Y'all are missing out, man. Y'all better listen to this girl show. And honestly, yo, y'all missing out if you ain't. If you're not following Christ, you really missing out on some good stuff. Like, you know, the Oreo cookies and the stuff in the middle? Yeah. Y'all missing out, for real. Because really, many a time you go to the store, go get those Oreos cookies. Go get those cookies. And you just switch it off the top. Get all the all other stuff. And some people think the outside is better. But either way, you got to get to the cream. The good stuff, you know? Yummy stuff. You know what I mean? Christ has been given. Alright, you guys. What's going on? I know I had left a... I guess I had to let all that out (laughs) on the previous episode. But I just want to encourage you all to just stay in the course, okay? Um, I also want to um, inform you guys that uh, I have some other projects that's coming up. um, As I stated in the other uh, episodes, two episodes ahead of this one. Or maybe it was last week. I'm telling y'all. Sometimes Dr. D, I can't be. I'm trying to remember. Look, my, my daughter be be messing with me. But y'all know I'm about to make my big 5-5 five five tomorrow, right? Yeah, woohoo! Birthday girl tomorrow, which I celebrate all month anyway. Um, but with that said, uh, I'm incorporating some new uh, platforms. I know Anchor have... Uh, give me the opportunity it would be four years in november so y'all get ready on i think on november 21st we're gonna have a live birthday party and uh, i'm gonna announce uh, how you can reserve for the first 25 to be on the zoom call with me so i can actually meet you guys you know i want to meet all of you okay that's that has been faithful i mean y'all been hanging tough with dr d and y'all know dr d done been going through some stuff right but hey excuse me i'm still here that's the so that's the exciting part that oh girl excuse me y'all it's like why am I, I'm burping? Lord have mercy. Y'all excuse Dr. D. I am so sorry. But with that said, um, yeah, I've encountered a lot of stuff, but I'm still here. And um, how they say I feel my help coming on and my my um I just thank God for my healing, my complete healing. Even though all the other stuff trying to pop up, okay, I'm I'm healed. I'm healed. <laughs> I'm healed. <laughs> but um, 
I'm going to be transitioning. Uh, I still will be doing some stuff on uh, Anchor, but it's going to be a whole nother transition where I will be doing some, uh, have some platforms on SoundCloud and I'm in the process of some other projects that's happening. So just stay tuned. And uh, if I miss a day from talking to you all, it's not, it's not, um, projected anything. It's just that Dr. D got busy or I, I did a post and forgot to publish it. Okay. And so uh, I know some of you guys, y'all be tuning and y'all been faithful. And I really, really want to honor you guys that's been faithful with me from the beginning. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it's gone on four years? I think four years. I started in the end of 2016, I think. We'll see. My daughter, uh, I can go to the, my first my first broadcast. I'll find out the exact date. Um, two years or four years? Three years. Three or four years. I'm going to find out the right date. <laughs> but we will be celebrating because that's when I started. I started right around Thanksgiving in November. And then we had that awesome push for the, the 12 days of Christmas on how to start your business. And that was powerful. And... Lo and behold, you guys, I am creating a book for that. So that book will be coming soon. So see, I'm working on some stuff. So um, during this time of this COVID, it really, really gave me an opportunity to rest. All right. Um, rest my body. Okay. Get my mental state back in line. Um, just restructure some stuff, you know, and I thank God for my daughter who was really been there looking out for me and I just you know I just pray that it didn't worry her to that degree I'm sorry you know because I know she be listening I want to see it out public and I apologize you know that I had you worried you know because at one time she said my I saw death over you she said oh no you wasn't going nowhere you know and uh, I said oh my and, and in a way I kind of felt that way but I was man I was fighting y'all I was fighting I could feel my spirit fighting I could feel the Lord was fighting for me, and I could feel the prayers of people who really cared about me, was praying for me and caring for me, you know, and I thank you guys for that. Y'all just don't know, prayers work. You can't see it. You may not You may not see your actually prayers in the midst working at that time when you pray it, but it's going forward and it's doing what you sent it to do. Just be encouraged on that. And I know, I know the ones who have prayed for me because I felt their prayers. I mean, honestly, prayed for me. They didn't pray for me out of animosity. They didn't pray for me for damnation. They didn't pray for me to fall. They didn't pray for me as a mocking. They didn't pray for me out of jealousy. They prayed for me out of love. And those are the prayers I felt. Those are the prayers that lift me up out in my spirit that connected to the warriors and the angels. They angels and my angels and y'all angels. All of them came together. All that works together, you guys. That's why they say the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous. Not a perfect pattern, but the righteous meaning in right standing with God. With an open heaven, an open portal. Prayed for me. Come on, Holy Ghost. 
And that's why I'm still here holding this phone talking to you right now. That's why the show is still going on. That's why the business is still going on. If I didn't have this small business, I really would have been like the young man that happened. I probably would have been out on the street again. But God say, no more, daughter. I told you I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. And the Lord did just what he said when I least expected. So even now, when things seem like, okay, here we go, Lord. (laughs) And the month's coming faster than the money, right? God is still providing. So I want to encourage you guys. Keep on praying, all right? Just stay steadfast. Stay focused. You know, I know sometimes you get thrown off. Sometimes those phone calls, you don't have to answer. I'm sorry, you don't have to answer if you're in the midst of something. The enemy is going to use everything to distract you, especially with what's going on in this world. All right? Be alert and aware of what's going on in your community, but don't let that define who you are and what you need to do that day because it will literally throw you off. Okay? And I guess I'm taking this time out to talk with you guys because I know my day is full. I'm going to have my grandbaby with me this morning. Matter of fact, I need to get ready to go get him. And um, I still have some work that I need to do for myself, you know, so I know my day is full. And I just, I'm just proud of myself because I had a chance. Now, my room, you guys, and I'm going to get off here. My room, my bedroom, okay, is halfway done. Meaning I have strived to organize it and put stuff in place. And it really looks good. It really looks good. And um, I'm proud of myself. In the midst of all the stuff that I got to deal with, with, with my strength and my hands and my foot. I'm like, Lord, what is this here? But guess what? I'm going to pass through this here because I'm, I'm, I'm walking. You know, I'm going to pick up my steps. I used to do more than 10,000 steps a day, you guys. Of course, I was working two jobs, had to catch the bus. A lot of things I had to walk, right? So, of course, I accumulated over 10,000 miles. And for, like, my daughter said, Mom, all of a sudden your body just stopped working, meaning we was at home. Stay at home on the COVID hit. No work, you know what I'm saying? So you home, you know? But, hey... God is faithful. So I'm picking that back up, you guys. I'm I'm striving to eat better, um, working out, which I just started. I ain't going to lie on that one, but I am. I have my little weights that I only can do, but mainly I have to start walking. When I, I start my, my regimen, I always start with walking first. And once I get up to a certain 5,000 steps, then I start implementing the, the, the exercise and meaning, you know, doing the stretching and stuff like that. And um, so I know how to build my body back in shape. Trust me. Yes, I did. But with all that, uh, I'm feeling kind of good. Uh, I'm inspired. Uh, uh, it's sad to say that things that are happening that uh, what can you do? You, you, you have empathy for people. It's sad to say and and. I strive not to get caught up because it is affecting me, but I, I can't, I, I'm not allowed to let it affect me because I'm not part of this kingdom. I'm not part of this world system. I'm part of God's system, God's kingdom, kingdom mindsets, kingdom living, kingdom authority. I'm not a bastard, though. I'm representing Christ. 
So representing Christ is going through the things in life to reveal to others that you can make it. And that's what the boom factor is all about. Believers overcome with omnipotent manifestation. I'm a believer in Yahshua HaMashiach. Glory to God. I go through situations, life issues, just like everybody else. But I'm an overcomer. Omnipotent power from the Most High God will show up in your life. Show up in your situation and manifest his love for you. Come on, Holy Ghost. And that's the boom factor. That's all I got to say. Y'all have an awesome day. And I'm going to tune in with you guys later. God bless. Good morning, you guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Dr. D coming to you live on the Boom Factor. Yay! Well, really, I'm coming to you live out of my bedroom. <laughs> Up and early, say my morning prayers. As you heard, I share some of you, um, some of the scripture readings, how God is vindicating us at this very moment. You understand me at this very moment. Two weeks ago, they had two house representatives became ill and sick. Now, I'm not wishing nothing on anybody, but I'm telling you, when a person is defying the laws and principles that is set before us, it don't matter what position you hold. As we see, even with the president, we are not above God. And the very words that come out of our mouths, we have to, guess what? God said, it's by your words you are judged. Now, all this time, y'all know I'm going to bring it, out of all this time, you know, he's going flip-flopping, playing, you know, just, just pancaking the whole situation about this COVID-19 and, you know, what he has done to the economy and all this kind of stuff. And right now, you got the airlines about to lay off thousands of employees. You have Disney laid off already 28,000 employees. We already know other people have already lost their jobs. Essential workers are barely making it. You right. You got the Congress and, and the representatives, they going back and forth. And now they're talking about, oh... Um, we have a better deal because we're going to do this. Okay, why is they trying to loop all this up in one package? Okay, the Heroes Act, what happened to the Heroes Act? The Heroes Act, you should have been released that. The Heroes Act should not have nothing with it but for the American people. We want to save businesses and help provide for the American people. Go ahead and release that money so these people can be preserved in their lives through this pandemic. But you know what they did, you guys? You know what they did? Two days ago, no, they didn't announce this, but I sure called it. It was a 84 to 10 vote. No, 84 to 2 vote. They showed voting in. Oh, I got to put on my computer. See, y'all done got riled up. They showed voting in um, so the government won't shut down next month 
guess what? They show voted into continuation to next year. So and you know what that is? That's so they can get paid. That's right. So they can keep getting their paycheck. Oh, they made sure they got that straight. Okay, so y'all can come to agreement on that one real fast. All right? But what about the American people? You see what I'm saying? God don't like ugly. And the very thing that you are causing harm on the American people, you don't think you touchable? They act like they untouchable. But everybody bleed the same red blood. Everybody go to the bathroom and, and, and urinate. And everybody go got to go and drop the load on number two. It's the same body functions that God created all of us with. So who makes one person better than the next? Now, guess what they're going to say? Oh, because of um, the young lady Hicks, Hope Hicks, had COVID, and now the president have it. How we don't know he already have it, and he the one that's spreading it all around. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. Don't, don't try to put it on that girl like that. Because she probably wanted to wear a mask. And he even said on TV, why you got to have a mask on? I mean, we about almost six, ten feet apart. You don't need a mask on talking to me. You don't need a mask on. I can hear him now in the over office. Don't come up in here with no masks. He just, he just, he just trying to infect everybody. But he, but, but be honest with you. Now he say he know it's dangerous. Now you gonna sit there and do a book interview, not knowing that sooner or later this was gonna come out, and literally tell the writer that you already knew it was gonna be a dangerous disease and it's gonna kill thousands of people. You already knew this here, and even with yourself, you did not take precautions. Wait a minute, I am responsible for the United States of America, the citizens of the United States of America. And so this is what we're going to do. He talking about, oh, Bonnie want to shut down the economy. Bonnie ain't said nothing about shutting down the economy. Shut down was to save lives. Everybody else in the country shut down, and they were strict with their shutdown. And now their numbers literally flat. America ain't never flattened the curve. We, we created a whole new plateau. <laughs> but, hey, now we got people opening and yeah tomorrow i'm going to celebrate my birthday tomorrow we're going to a restaurant and believe me we we, we're going to be equipped and yes people lives must go on and i believe the attitude of the american citizens now it's like okay they're not they're not giving us no wise counsel they flip-flopping themselves and we're over here starving we need to i mean come on now you know, so on both sides, you really, you really can't fault the American people for being out. I'm just saying, people, when you go out, put on your mask. Put on your mask. Now, I know they got these other folks out here talking about masks against their constitutional right. Okay, so don't wear a seatbelt. Okay, that could be a constitutional right invading you in your own car. Don't wear that seatbelt. And when somebody slap your butt on the, in the behind and you go fly through that window, you're going to wish you would have had that seatbelt on, right? But hey, that's your constitutional right. You don't have to wear the seatbelt, but you're going to get a ticket. You may die. Hello. You see how this works, y'all? 
some things are preventable if we can just follow instruction. But this whole thing, God allowed all this to happen so we can see ourselves. And the American citizens of this United States is a very narcissistic individuals. It's all about us. We're going to do what we want. We don't want nobody to tell us nothing. We don't want nobody to tell us how to live. Da, da, da. And really, that's a all-out slap in God's face because God trying to protect us. And as you heard as the scripture readings in the beginning, hey, he going to defend the righteous. He going to afflict those that afflict you. The line, the line, deception uh, speech in terms, God said you're going to be judged by your own words. Now we see breaking news. The president and first lady, Milani, is tested positive for COVID. Whoa. Well, I pray he can handle it. Like he talking about, oh, it's going to go away. Do this and do that. I pray it don't take him down because he at high risk. He feel like he a young chicken. He forgot. You, you what, 74 years old, bro? Come on. You should have been a main one telling American people, this is a crisis. We're going to get through it. This is what we have to do. I'm going to get with the Senate and the representatives of the House, and we're going to make sure that everybody's taken care of, and we are going to show the world how to handle this situation. Ta! That was a joke. That was a joke. Everybody in the world laughing at America. That's a big joke. Just, 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 just pitiful. But you still stand up talking about, yeah, we're going to make, make America great again. And just simple, you just dancing around terms. Dancing, dancing around terms. You just repeating the system and they're just telling you, denounce. when we go do deliverance, when we praying for people, you can't just say, well, yeah, whatever. What's the word is? Alcoholism. Okay, yeah, I denounce that, whatever. No, 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 no. You have to literally make a statement, like a declaration. Because this is a spiritual fight. And you fighting for your life. And that's why they say, hey, my name is John Doe. And I'm an alcoholic. I've been doing this since da, 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 da. So what was the problem for you just to say, okay, I'm your president. We want peace. And I'm telling you all, white supremacists, all these other radical groups, stand down. Do not provoke the protesters. We respect everybody, First Amendment right. If they're going to protest, let them protest and get out of the way. That's what you should have did. But, oh, no, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Because, see, when it's for black folks, we don't have a right to protest. So we got to go in and split it up, you know. And also, I felt he should have said, and those that are entangling, you know, and, and infiltrating in these peaceful protests, we're watching you, and we're going to get you, and we're going to charge you. You see what I'm saying? And he keeps talking about the left wing, the, the, the left right, the right uh, militia, the left militia. Look, they all militia, whatever you want to call them. 
but they're not part of our group. Identify these individuals that's coming and erupting the group. Ain't no such thing. Who would protect the building? Wow. Why not send send them out to protect the protesters? What the building gonna do for you? See, you see how the thing, you see how stuff is just all mixed up and we have our values? These people have their values and concerns towards the wrong mission. The mission is lives. All lives matter, but especially black lives matter. We matter. The color of our skin matters. God created all of us, and it was a reason why we are the way we are, because God didn't, and it's not pertaining to no doggone curse. They better go back and read that Bible. They changed that around. We are the chosen ones. We are the Israelites, the true Hebrews, the chosen people that Jesus came himself to rescue. Why you think they beat him so bad? Huh? Why they rather... Release Baramas on the cross, who was a thief and a murderer, and they had all the charges against him. They released him, but oh, Jesus didn't do anything. And they beat him. And the Bible says, I believe it's in Psalms 84, 85, and in Jeremiah, oh no, Isaiah, they beat him so bad, you couldn't even recognize who he was. And don't that sound like how they beat black folks? Even with the with the Jews, right? The Holocaust. They didn't even do that much. You know what they they put them in gas chambers and they shot them. They didn't beat them. Except for the ones that was homosexuals. I had read an article one time when I was doing a report in college where because they could not appropriate Hitler would gather all the homosexuals and beat them. Beat them bad. And then he killed them. And the only reason why he did that because they could not reproduce. A man and a man cannot make a baby. I don't care how they try to do it. Insemination, changing your, your, your penis to a vagina... And inserting the ovaries and then putting the egg in there. That is not the natural way that God created man and woman to reproduce. And we want to wonder why all this stuff is going on in this world. You got wildflowers. I don't know why I keep saying wildflowers. (laughs) Wildfires on the west coast. South, you got the hurricanes. The rain and the flood going all the way up to the East Coast. Earthquakes popping up. Places that you would never have an earthquake. Hailstone, rain, fishes falling from the sky. Come on, y'all. Y'all don't think, y'all, come on. You know, water being contaminated. Right here in Houston. Water is being contaminated. Food on a food alert. I don't know if y'all get those alerts, but I get the alerts every day. They got some type of contamination in the food. And we don't even know it because they're not announcing that on the news. Only something major and breaking they'll put on the news. But all this other little bit of stuff that's killing us anyway every day. They're not announcing that. You got to search that out, y'all. 
So that's what I'm saying. What is all this here? Who is going to take this term seriously and really do something about it? Not just getting there saying, okay, I made it. I'm the president now. Walk around. Yeah, let's go have our meetings and our briefings. Oh, okay, that's a, that's okay. Okay, so yeah. Mm, when I get in there, I'm going to do me some executive orders. <laughs> Not knowing when they do an executive order, it's only temporary until the House still have to vote on it. That's why when Trump did, he, he thought he did something big. Okay, I'm going to sign executive order and at least give the people $300. That lasts two weeks and they stopped it. See what I'm saying? Whoa, this is a serious, serious matter here, y'all. 911, a state of an emergency. So I want y'all to be encouraged that, hey, God sees us. He got our back. You have to trust in the Lord like never before. You have to call upon his name. You got to rely on him in these last days because it's going to get worse. And But if you in God, you're going to thrive. You got to be in the Lord to thrive. And I know they have other people, you know, well, what is she talking about? I'm, I mean, I pray, but I'm not all like that, and I'm still thriving. Okay, I'm happy for you. But let's take an evaluation of your heart. How are you thriving? Are you manipulative? Are you backstabbing? Are you betraying individuals? Are you using people? Are you acknowledging, honoring them? Or are you putting your foot on their neck too? Are you bad-mouthing them? Are you helping them? Are you encouraging them? See, you have to put all those in perspective to make sure that your motives is correct. What, what and how and whenever you are approaching something and about to do something. I got somebody that keep texting me, inboxing me, and I'm literally about to go on Facebook Live in that group and just go in and rip it because I wasn't going to say anything. I was taught if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. But I'm learning. I was reading all in the Paul. When Paul had some things happening to him, he wasn't afraid to call them out. He said point blank. If it wasn't for Achilles and the other um, person help him, he wouldn't have had no support. He said he went to his brothers in, in uh, Barabbas and somebody else. Didn't was not kind to him, and they did A B C D L J. He called them out. Whoa! That's why they had to come back to him. I believe if we start calling people out, hey, it can be a warning for other people, so they won't be emotional destroyed and spiritual raped and manipulative when a person come their way. They got to really have a change of heart. No, we always want to sweep stuff underneath the rug. Oh, we're going to let God do it. No, 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 no. God already gave us instructions. He said, come together. He said, if they don't accept you, bring somebody with you as a witness. And if they still deny and don't want to get it right, I'm just paraphrasing. They don't want to get it right. They say, well, take it to the Father, dust your feet, and go your way. Take your peace back. That's right. God gave us instructions even how to deal with disputes. But the church, oh, no, the church don't do that. They want to clap and shout and spit all over the place and speak in tongues and act like everything all right and have they building fun and all that. And that's why, in a way, God just stopped all of it. All this mad circuitry. What are y'all really doing? Are y'all really, really serving my people like the apostles of old? 
the apostles of old, they say in the book of Acts that no person was lacking. Even in the midst of, of this COVID-19, churches went out beyond to take care of other people and did not take care of the people that was within the body. He said, be, say, be good to all men, especially to the household of faith. Especially to the household of faith. So, they should have made sure. They should have made sure that their members was taken care of. If they needed anything, even now, we should not even be trying to even think about waiting on any stimulus because the church should have been stimulated already. You see? And even in the midst of my crisis, I stretched myself and was obedient. Because remember I was telling you guys, God told me, ain't no more sacrificing. It's obedience now. We are in a time of obedience. When he speak, move. When he speak, he say, do something, do it. You see? So we in a time of obedience. And the only people I found that's... that's um, having dialogue with me that I haven't had dialogue in a while and they perceive that they're concerned. Nah, they just want something. They're just trying to get information, business information. Only thing you got to do, hey, you you know my website, Urban Management Group, with an E. E-R-V-I-N, managementgroup.com. Go ahead, set up an apartment. I have, I have a box in there for a free consultation, only for 15 minutes. After that, hey, you got to go Cash App or PayPal. That's just how it is now. That's how, that's, this is my livelihood. I can't play with this no more. I can't keep giving out free services no more. No. No, 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 no. And that's what's been happening. People been serving people, been behind their vision, been giving them their all, and then in return, God say no more. No more. I'm going to show y'all better than I can tell y'all. And I, I said that, what, last month on my recording. I said, let them keep playing with God's people. They're going to start getting sick. And, and even with him, he going to get COVID. Some kind of way he going to contract it. And boom, shakalaka. It came to pass this morning. Where they announced it last night, you know. But I saw it like 2 o'clock this morning. See, we have to understand it's not so much what God has done. God already set before us life and death, and he gave us the answer to the test. He said, choose life. So in with, with, that, with that statement, choose life, you have to find out what is life that God is talking about. Okay? It's the fruits of the Spirit. It's a whole bunch of stuff that I'm not going to get into right now. But life is just that. Life. What is life? Life is truth. Life is joy. Life is freedom. Life is assurance. Life is peace. Prosperity. Wealthy. Wealthy meaning your whole body whole. Not just rich. Because rich, you can have money, spending, everything don't mean nothing to it. But being wealthy, overall wealthy in every area of your life. Wealthy equals healthy. You understand? 
You hear that? You heard what that man say? Keep your tongue from deceit. We, we gotta hear that again. Oh man, I didn't want to do that. Oh, see? Wow. See, see how the enemy just just do stuff? Nah, I was trying to rewind the prayers. Wow. This is what it's like and I want y'all to hear that. I was trying to. Okay, I'm going to have to wait. Because he was saying, keep your lips from deceit. I know I'm not a perfect person, but our Lord help me, Jesus, that I don't allow my lips to be in deceit. You know, and so we have to be careful. I know I say it a lot in that one little gumbo match. <laughs> but that just that's just how it is. And that's how I feel that God is tired of all this foolishness. And we think, you know, this happening, this of course all of this is happening. And as I was stating earlier, it's not God doing it. We're doing it to ourselves. He have sent his messengers and messengers are still out there proclaiming the goodness of God to be careful, to trust in his word, to get in his word, get a relationship, but there, but you still want to do what you want to do. So what God does, he back up. Didn't he turn his back on Jesus on the cross? Why he did that? Because Jesus took upon all the world's sins, every sin that you could think of. I mean, even the abomination sin. He had taken upon all that, and God himself couldn't even look upon sin. So he turned his back. That's why Yahshua cried out, Father, why have you forsaken me? And I know it feels like God has forsaken us. Well, what do you think? America is full of sin. And the biggest sin is against humanity. We want to treasure everything else except mankind, especially the black man. The black race. For some apparent reason, I was watching something and it was an old, old movie. And just to see the disdain looks when a black person entered the room. Or a black person did something. And oh, don't let that person exceed more than what they are exceeding. Oh, the Jadison, the green-eyed monster just pop up. And I watched, I watched, um, I was watching Fergal, because you know that's based on true stories, right? And it's just white nurse. She looked like something wrong with her, though. She's special, but she was Eva, I think. I don't know if she had broke out of jail or something. I don't know, but she was a, she was something. And this young black girl, she heard this young black girl speak French. She said, oh, I didn't know French. The color school teaches French. She said, no, they don't. I teach myself. And the look on that girl face, that white girl face, tells the story on how most of the white people look at black folks. If they even see you doing better than them in the education-wise, they get this disdain look on you like, but who do you think you are? You is nothing. You, you know, they get that little disdain look like you the worst of the worst animals. 
You know, it's a certain look, and only black people know that look when white people do it. And other other races kind of try to be on the slick and do it too. But the other nationalities, you benefiting from the backs of the blacks who built the wealth of this country. And when you come in, you benefit because you get no taxes. You get you get an allot, allotment. Oh, I know about all of that. It's a lot of stuff that other nationalities get a jump on. Yeah, it's easy for them to get up there and say, well, my parents was an immigrant and they worked hard. They came over here with no money and they worked very hard to get where they are. And now they're millionaires, da-da-da. But they forgot the little small details. You see, they forgot the small details. And guess what? We could do the same thing. Any American could go to another country and what would they do? They will house you. They will give you allotment and money. Oh, yes. For so many years to help you get on your feet and get established in their country. That's all over. Nobody don't know about it, but it's there. Didn't know that, huh? Told you, Dr. D, I'm full of information. I'm full of a lot of stuff, you guys. I'm full of it. It's still full of it. It's not bull crap. <laughs> I meet, I meet so many people all over the world. And it just tells me stuff. I mean, it just start talking. And I was like, what? And I start researching. I say, dang. I say, well, Lord, how can I do this? Yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to do that. You know, but you got to be led by the Spirit of God. You know? Even right now, I say, God, I, I need to get out and do this and do that. I need my car. I need a car. And every time I go and step out to strive to go and get a vehicle, something comes up to the point where, all right, how it's going to get paid for. Okay. But I'm not going to start on that rant. My most important thing that I want to share with you guys, that God is here when you call upon his name. He's there for you. It's time to have a personal relationship with the Father. Okay. Only name that should be hollering, yeah, we're going to cry out and we're going to remember all the lost lives and their names. We're going to call their names out. We're not going to forget about the lives that was lost by the hands of ignorant, tyrant, trigger-happy policemen and individuals that really don't know their own self. They're hurting themselves. All right? And, and those that are not being charged, they've already been marked. You've been marked. Your life will never be the same. I don't care. And they know it. Nobody not going to tell me each individual know in their heart when they done did something, that stuff going to eat away at you. And they know it could have been done better, but they're going to try to cover it up. That's going to eat away at that person. Yes, it will. So it's like, okay, let's put our energy and let's come on. Let's get together as a community, a black community. Let's get away from our differences and stop hating each other within themselves. Because we see we're not going to get no justice. We got people in place. Let's utilize our people that's in place. And let's rally rally for them, pray for them, cover them. They are the Esther's that's in the place. Us Mordecai's, let's go ahead and pray over them, okay, and cover them. So they can do the effective job that God put them in that position to do. That's the best way I can I can explain it. That's how I see it. That's how the Lord showed it to me. That's how I see it because he showed it to me like that. And we got to stop selling ourselves out, selling out each other for a buck. Because eventually, that's going to run out too. And the same person that bought you out 
gonna renege and betray you and buy you out and you're gonna wind up footing the bill. And I guess I'm addressing that to the Attorney General of Kentucky. Is it Kentucky? Yeah. Because he's sold out. And he should have been the man one, not only fighting because it was a black man, but it should have been fighting because it was a black woman now. This is where we needed our black men to cover our sisters. And God put him in that position as Attorney General to make the wise decision and really, really take heed to what had happened. This was the opportunity, and they knew it should have been a turning point. But no, we got to still cover our tracks, huh? We still trying to cover for these white white policemen that's killing our people. We got to cover it up because we don't want, oh, no, we don't want this ABCDFG. Um, it's happening anyway. If you want, if you really want the protest to stop, charge the cops. Okay? Charge the cops. Like like your girl Tanika say, arrest the cops. Charge the cops. You want the protesting to stop? White House? You talking about law and order? You want it to stop? Get with these police chiefs and tell them, get your police departments in order. Because enough is enough. When we going to have a president with a backbone and stop using your power for your own gain and hurting only certain sets of people. It's enough is enough. This whole world going to crumble sooner or later. And we got to get our minds right, people. These politicians, I pray y'all tapping my program. Because somebody needs to say something. The foolery needs to stop. And you want peaceful? You want the city back? Charge the cops. Arrest the cops. Okay? Not just one cop, all the cops. Arrest them. Because they're making it look bad for the good cops. I have friends that's cops. And they're having a bad time too because they're saying behind the, the media, they're being threatened. Come on, you got to protect the blue. Are you with us or are you against us? Well, why it got to be like that? I thought all of them took the same oath. So now, because all this is happening, you guys, we got to pray for the good cops. Because the good cops are suffering within their own units. They're being threatened by their own colleagues. And it shouldn't be like that. Do your job. Do it right. Do it properly. And do it with a sound mind. If you got a bad day at home, don't bring it out on the street and take it on a black person or or, a a Latino person. Don't take your anger out and go on quick to my my life was threatened. You had applied for a police position. Being a policeman is just like being in the army. You volunteer, well, they're volunteering. But you went and filled out the police application knowing that your life going to be threatened, man, woman, come on. So you pull a gun out on an eight-year-old and you saying your life was threatened from an eight-year-old? Now, y'all, come on. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. See, I'm going on a whole nother rant now. Are you serious? Are you serious? 
That's the first thing they say now. Oh, my life was threatened. You don't need to be a policeman if your life is threatened, sir. Once you put on that badge and you put on that belt with that gun and your taser and your belly club and all this other kind of... They don't even have the belly club. I don't know. Do they still have the belly club? I know they have them tasers. And they're going to watch them with that because they, they, they tase people and they tase them in the wrong place and still kill them. You're not supposed to tase nobody in the chest or in the neck. They want to do bodily harm to black folks and Latino and uh, Hispanic folks, brown, black and brown and indigenous people. Why y'all hate? Why y'all hate us so much? Why is the hate there so much when all the gifts and talents that that black people and Hispanic people have contributed to this society, to this world, and y'all hate us? But guess what? You're going to take our ideas, you're going to take our creativity, and now you're going to steal it and market it and make money from it. Just like with the marijuana. All the black men and women that's in jail right now for being busted because they had a bag of marijuana. Now, they didn't invented it to make it more productive and more whitish. That's how I put it. Now, you got a marijuana store on every corner now where they call it cannabis. You know, they got to always put the words there to make it more proper. It's the same thing. It's weed, bro. It's marijuana. You see how they flip-flop that stuff? It's the same thing, and God sees it all. Why in the world people act like God don't see what's going on? He sees it, he knows it, and he's going to judge it. And at this present moment, it's being judged right now. And let me rephrase that. He back up. We judge ourselves. Because people are there, don't judge me, don't judge me. I ain't got to judge nothing. You you didn't judge yourself. It came out of your mouth. <laughs> and God said, <laughs> watch what you say. Because the words that you speak going either going to bring life to you or it's going to bring death to you. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall eat the food of it. Sorry, President Trump. Hey, you always were saying well, it ain't that big deal, mask. Why we got to wear a mask, COVID, you know, da-da-da. Now you with it. Now I want to see how you're going to perform with this, this disease that you claim that it's not that bad. And people all over the world, over 204,000 people of, of the United States itself have died from this horrific virus that they downplayed. He downplayed it. Hey, Lord, let me get off here. I, I, I didn't did like what six, seven different subjects, I guess, because I ain't had a chance to. Um, I was doing a lot of work yesterday, y'all, so I, uh, I miss broadcasting. And I just want to let you guys know that I really appreciate y'all hearing me and taking time out for my rants. But hey, it's my show and it's a live audio diary of my life, so hey, it is what it is. And you know, I appreciate all the listening audience, and um, I'm striving to really do something. Um, for my people, I mean, I planned to travel this year, but you see how that worked out and you know, that didn't change, but now we have like uh zoom, but we will be having a zoom 
um, four-year celebration, you guys, next month in November. I got to get that together. It's going to be limited, so <clears throat> I'm only probably going to be able to allow about 25 people to be on a Zoom call, and I'll do the rest live. Um, so I'm going to announce that probably next week once I get that together. Uh, right now, I'm in the middle, well, the beginning of late followers, a lot of people. Uh, calling now they want to get their taxes done and I knew that was going to happen because normally October I'm off you know but since we're in COVID and this is really my only source of income I'm gonna have to just go ahead and take my customers so I'm gonna be really really working after Saturday after the celebration of my birthday and so uh, probably after the 15th the 16th I will put the announcement out there which I'm announcing it now so y'all get ready y'all get ready I'm gonna put the announcement out there and those that listen to the program, they will know what to do because I will announce it through the program. And the first 25 that will register and reserve a spot will be able to be on the Zoom call live with me. Yes. And I would love to see you guys and find out what country you're from, what city, what state, and get a chance to meet you in person by Zoom. And uh, because we didn't have a chance to travel, we were supposed to go to New York. So I'm going to try to give with my girl, Ray Sable, and see if she can be on a call. And then uh, in California with Tanika Drake, um, those two mainly to be on a call. And um, we're just going to touch some different states and we're just going to have a good old time. Yeah, we're going to be celebrating four years on the, the Anchor platform and being on the Spotify. Those that listen to me by Spotify and Apple, y'all stay tuned. This is for you too. Like I said, I'm going to announce it through the radio program. So whoever hear it, know what to do. Okay, because I'm only going to be able to allow so many people on a Zoom call. But I will do it live also, but y'all, you guys will literally be on there, okay? Um, and I'm going to need y'all to sign um, marketing waivers uh, for having to be participating because it will be live on media and I don't want nobody to try to sue me saying that you know you got my face on the public da, 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 da. no we're gonna nip all that in the bud I do no protocol uh, I should be some type of compliance that's what I'm gonna do I should be some type of compliance um uh representative with a company because I, I I think I'm really good with that um but anyway, let me go. I think I've been on here almost more than 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, almost an hour. Oh, my God. Well, y'all done heard my verse long enough. <laughs> this is Dr. D. Um, don't forget, in your state, you got to October 5th. That's Monday. Please go register to vote if you have not registered to vote. Make sure you check your address that you're in the right. Um, your address is listed properly. Because they'll be sending out your little card so you can go and register, uh, you can go and cash your vote. And if you are um, receiving a mail-in ballot, please, or you get your ballot or request, you got to request your ballot to be on the consensus. That's to verify and to confirm that you are the person that requested it, right? Okay, so when you get that, go ahead. When you receive, first request your ballot if you haven't, all right? If they're allowing mail-in ballots in your state, all right? Once you get your ballot, take your time and read the instructions. Fill out the forms. Fill out when you do your voting. Make sure you circle it. Don't, don't put an X through it and don't put a check mark. I watched a little documentary where many of those ballots that Trump talking about was fraudulent and was thrown away. Excuse me, that was thrown away. 
No, it was not. And I'll probably go on the next feed to talk about that. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to go on the next feed and talk about that. So, y'all be blessed. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. <laughs> you guys i wanted to share with you about the voting okay this year wow i mean you we hear it all the times every four years that this is the year we need to make sure we vote but literally this is the year this is the year just like we saying jesus coming back and people say well he ain't came back yet but he's coming (laughs) the signs of the time are showing us that it's the beginning of it he's coming oh yes so hey this voting situation this year is so critical. I mean, it is like literally, literally, it's going to change the course of the ship. All right. It's going to change the course of the ship. Literally. Now, I can tell you this. All right. From what the spirit of the Lord revealed to me. That it's going to get, it's, it will be getting worse than better. Why? Because America needs to repent. And until the white America really repent, like they had said um, back in President um, Carter, was it President Carter or President Clinton apologized to the black nation, the black people of the atrocities that came upon them because of slavery and their forefathers, right? And the mistreatment even during Martin Luther King era. Okay, yeah, all right, so you apologize. Okay, so where's reparation? Where is honoring the word that was given to us way back in the year era of Abraham Lincoln? And let's go back and research Abraham Lincoln, you guys. Because they want to brag and say, well, Abraham Lincoln did the emancipation of the slaves. Okay, you better go back and read that history. All right, because they put him in a corner. And it was all about the union. It wasn't so much about releasing the slaves. You see, because they didn't want to give up that. Because the discussion was, well, who's going to take care of the land? We're not going to get out there and work. And see, they don't want to do no hard labor. You understand? Now, they have some now, yeah, doing hard labor, but y'all know what I'm talking about, the the, the 1%, okay? The right privilege system, systematic atmosphere, right? So, the apology was given, but it was just... An apology. It didn't change anything because even after the apology, the atrocities against black people got worse. Black men arrested for frivolous stuff, just just crazy stuff, to divide the black home. They created agencies and 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 and, and laws and acts just to prohibit the unity. In a harmony 
with black people. All right? Now, with all that said, with all that said, we're still not getting what we're asking for. You see? And I don't even see what's wrong with, with, with equality. What's wrong with justice? What's wrong with economic development for the black race? Why is it a problem that the Chinese can have their own community and they're not racist, but now we have black people want to have their own community and they call us racist? Oh, y'all, y'all biased. Y'all discriminatory. What? Are you serious? So China could come in and have Chinatown. You got, you got Korean town. You got, uh, what, what other towns they have? Hispanic. They have their little they little little Mexico Mexican town. They little community. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because that's their culture. And it helps the children know their culture. But why is this a problem for the black people to have and know their culture? And allow them to come back to their original state. Oh, no, they don't want that. Oh, no, no, boys. No, 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 no. We got to create these laws to keep them bound up. We got to keep them bound up, locked up. We got to keep them. Man, they're getting too smart. They're going to college, so we got to raise the tuition up for college so they can't afford it. Why you think tuition going up so much? Black people shouldn't have to pay for no college education. That should be free to us. Like they have all the other nationalities come over here and they give them full scholarships with a stipend. That's our money. That's our wealth that our forefathers, that my great-great-grandmother was a slave and her daughter was a slave. Thank God my grandmother came out of it, wasn't born out of slavery. But her, her mother's mother was a slave. Understand, we got pictures. My aunt showed me a whole book, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? Lord, have mercy. So why is a big issue with this? Why no one is really standing? Now, Biden, he is saying he want to get with the black community. He want to get to the, with the leaders of the, the NAACP, okay? He want to get with the police chiefs and the sheriffs of the counties and get together and come to some type of arrangement that when you go and answer these calls, you have somebody, they call those ride-alongs, chaplain ride-alongs, that's what they call them, to show up on the scene so things could be disescalated and half the time they don't have to really be arrested. He said, I want to bring the policemen back into the community like it used to be. And he's telling the truth. I remember when I was in Algiers in New Orleans, Louisiana, we knew our policemen. They came in the area. They walked in the area. They played with us. Anything happened, they came and said, okay, y'all all right? Y'all seen anything? What's going on? Okay, you all right? You all right? We can wave them down and let them know things. We didn't get shot. You see what I'm saying? They did just what they, they took the oath, protect and to serve. Now, that was a very delicate time, I guess, because remember, when I grew, when I was born, I was born right into the middle of the civil rights and all of, all of that. 
not knowing and understanding the stuff that was happening to us back then, us baby boomers, in a generational X group of children came through that era, the Lasky kids. I remember all that now. It's like, whoa. So why is it a problem? When black people come together, it's always a problem. We can't even go to the park. It's a problem. They look at us funny. You go in a restaurant with a group of they looking at us funny. Oh, but hey, they were going to show give you that check. Hey, you can pay that money, huh? I don't know. The vote is very important, you guys. If you got a mail-in ballot, take your time out and read the ballot. Make sure you circle. I was watching the documentary thing. A lot of times those ballots get thrown out because they're not properly filled out. Because nobody didn't really sit down and tell you how to do things. And especially in our community, sorry to say, we're not going to read everything. So take your time when you go and select your candidates. Circle the dots. Don't check mark it. Don't put an X. Circle. Okay, and take your time. And I don't know if you use black ink. I think it's a pencil. I think you have to use a pencil. Pencil in. If you make a mistake, erase it real, real good. Make sure you pencil it in. Make sure you sign it. Flip it over and sign your ballot. The next thing you do, you got to take that ballot, fold it, and put it inside the naked envelope. They sent you, 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 you received your packet. When you open up your ballot, they have another envelope in there, right? Take your ballot and put it inside that envelope. Don't send it into another envelope. Send it in, put it in the envelope that they play. Because that's the one that's under the consensus. You request it. It's on the list. Guess what? You go and follow the instructions. Put that ballot so it can count. And make sure you put it in the mail as soon as possible. I will go to the post office myself and get it registered. I'll make sure I get me a tracking number on it. And let's do this, you guys. Just simple steps. One, make sure you read everything on it. Look over it. Remember, Congressmen, representatives are on that ballot. Within your district, they are on that ballot. You don't have to vote a straight ticket. Just because you vote Republican don't mean you got to vote everybody Republican. If you vote Democrat, you don't have to vote everybody Democrat. Okay? Vote for the individuals that you see that's going to fight for causes you believe in. I already sent letters to my area. I just move in this area. So you know I'm going to be very active over here. And I went through their list. I said, oh my God, they don't even have the HR 40 on, on the agenda. They ain't even discussing this. Oh wait, let me type this letter. I sure did. Why are you not discussing this? This is a concern. I am in your community and I know I'm not the only black person in your, your district that you represent. Uh, why is not this on your agenda? Then they had some type of other law 
And that wasn't a good one. I said, I disagree with this. You know, you take your time and go through that. Nobody's not showing people how to do this. So that's why a lot of you guys feel like your vote don't matter. Well, your vote matters. It's just that you don't understand why you are voting. This is why you're voting. You're voting to make sure that the right DAs are in place. Right? Especially for the black people. You want to make sure that you're going to have a DA that's going to fight for you and not against you. All right? You want to make sure that your county sheriff or or, or captain of the police department is for justice. You're going to make sure that the right representatives and the Congress and people and your mayor, I mean, all of it, okay? All of them is on that ballot. Get there and find out who represents you and go through their agenda so you can have a wise choice. Don't let nobody else tell you who to vote for. You make the decision, so now you have a voice. Look, I voted for you because of A, B, C, D, F, G. Now, when are you going to put pressure? When are you going to do this? Why are you not taking this into consideration? You can go to these meetings and stand up bold and strong and say, I voted for you because of this. Why this is not happening? I didn't understand all this myself, but I took time out to start researching. I'm like, something got to change, y'all. This is crazy. You understand what I'm saying? Now, once you do your part on that, then you back up. Come on. And allow God to do the rest. He going he gonna to do the rest for us. But we have to put something in place so you can have something to work with. Because either way, the Bible shows us good and bad anyway. They had good kings and they had bad kings. So we had good presidents and they had bad presidents. You know, once in a lifetime, thank you, Jesus. But you know what I'm saying? He going to allow us to experience it all. But in the midst of it all... What is your position? Daniel then was captive and taken out of their homeland, but it didn't change them. It made them better. They followed the lands, the laws of the land, but they acknowledged God that created the land. Oh, come on. I like that one, Holy Ghost. Ooh. We got to follow the laws of the land, but don't forget. Follow the the God who created the land. All right, y'all, I'm out. That's it. I keep saying it, but I'm just trying to, you know, tap into stuff because I know I'll be leaving y'all with cliffhangers. I apologize. And I'll be forgetting to come back and and clarify some stuff or just continue on. And so I said, let me go ahead and do this. And I, I forgot to do that part on telling you guys about voting. Remember, the last day to register to vote will be on October 5th. That's Monday. All right? Then after that, those that already have their mail-in ballots begin to fill that out properly and send it in so they can start counting them now. Okay? That's the purpose of sending the ballots in out early so they can they can be returned to them and they can begin to send them through the processing machines to count. Okay? All right, y'all. Peace.
me figure out just you know how to make sure that I was taken care of. And you were sitting very close to the front Tuesday. Kind of just give us a sense of, of what you saw. Walk us through it uh, and the difference between the Biden side um, and and the Trump, Trump side. Absolutely. Um, well, first off, uh, before I could even enter the debate hall, I had to get into town a day early so that I could get a COVID rapid test, quarantine. And that was what um, we were told everyone was required to do. Um, when I entered into the debate hall, I felt super comfortable. They took temperatures. There was lots of social distancing. But once we settled into our seats, there was a Biden side and a, a uh, Trump side. And as I gazed over to the Trump side, I saw maybe one, two people wearing masks. And then as I looked behind me, a sea of people who were masked. And I started to think to myself, wait, I think there's an indoor ordinance here. Why isn't this being enforced? Um, and then, you know, obviously, over the course of the the debate, uh, you know, Mr. Trump, President Trump himself was very, you know, vocal, and I just can't imagine, you know, how much, um, you know, potential viral load was, um, you know, set out from just him himself speaking for 90 minutes. And as we stated uh, in the very beginning, your dad passed away in Arizona over the summer. And you wrote in his obituary, and I want to quote, that his death was due to the carelessness of the politicians who continue to jeopardize the health of brown bodies through a clear lack of leadership, refusal to acknowledge the severity of this crisis, and inability and unwillingness to give clear and decisive direction on how to minimize risk. What do you feel needs to change now? We need a coordinated, data-driven response to this pandemic. And as we see this week, politicians like Donald Trump and his family are continuing to put politics above public health. Uh, the Trump family arrived so late to the debate, I just learned this uh, 20 minutes ago, that they weren't even tested. And then looking at the timeline, it seems like they knew people in their inner circle were uh, positive as they continued to campaign. In what universe is this acceptable? This is life and death. I have seen up close the darkest sides of COVID. It is undignified and lonely death. And I have been saying this since the day my dad got sick. I would never wish this disease on my worst enemy. Just for the record, uh, when I established that ABC News has not confirmed that the Trump family did have that knowledge that uh, people in their inner circle had tested positive at this time. But, uh, but moving forward, as you know, personally, this virus spares no one. You've seen that firsthand. What would you say has helped get you through this difficult time? And do you have advice for the countless families who, who may be going through the same emotions that you are? The thing that has brought me so much um, solace in a time where it's really difficult to connect and breathe through traditional channels is actually the nonprofit that I co-founded called Marked by COVID, where we're working with other families who are survivors or been impacted to help uplift their stories um, and really channel their anger and pain and grief into purpose. Uh, we're also uh, launching a week of mourning starting this Sunday where we're going to be hosting uh, daily vigils at noon Eastern for folks to come together and, and publicly mourn and start to grieve and heal. And working alongside these families and seeing 
um, just my own suffering replicated throughout tens of thousands of people across the country is, is, is actually less, um, it's empowering the sense because I know that I'm not alone and that what I'm calling for and asking for is, is righteous and necessary. You certainly um, are not alone. Kristen Urquizo, thank you so much for your time and I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking. Hey guys, um, that was uh, one of the staff that was part of the debate on Tuesday, and she was just reiterating on how the setting was on the inside of the hall where they did the debate. And as you heard, there was not adhering to the social distancing. They only had a few people with masks. Uh, none of the Trump family had masks on. Uh, Biden's side, they had showed a picture where Biden's side had the chair spaced and people were sitting uh, at least were two seats apart with masks on. And on Trump's side, it was just full of people. So I, I just don't understand the mythology of this individual that really thought he was above everybody. He really thought... And, and I love God, and I know I'm an image of God, but I'm not going to never feel that I'm above God, that nothing can't touch me. Even though the Word of God tells us nothing by any means shall home us, but we will go through the firing, you know, we, we will go through the firing um, den. We will go through the burning fire and furnace in the lion's den through our life. That's why he tell us to humble ourselves, come to him. He said, humble, and my people will call by my name and humble themselves and pray. He didn't say boast yourself up and act like you above everything. He said, humble yourself and come before me. You know, and so I pray that an intervention will happen with this man while he's in that hospital, you know, and stop yakking. You know, you're talking too much. Just hush. It's like, just be quiet. And I just pray that the Lord, he give the Lord an opportunity. Cut this off. This stuff is strong. I have this uh, <laughs> this sensor air freshener. Some of you guys may have know what I mean, and it is literally it's good, but oh my god, it is so strong. Sometimes it have me gagging. I think maybe that might have my eyes watering in here. But I pray all is well with you guys. It's just. I don't know what else to say about this. I just pray um, that he recovers. And my main thing is the Father allowed things to happen for a reason, you guys. And um, maybe just to change the whole course of what they're doing in, in, in the Congress seat. They'll have more compassion now and help the American people, help the struggling families. You know what I'm saying? Um not just the businesses, but help the struggling families, help the small businesses, 
you know, um, with grants, not just money, and 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 it shouldn't be going through all these hoops. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, you guys, I'm gonna holler at you all later. What's up, you guys? It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor, and I want to send you out a lovely virtual third year celebration that we have been on the air. Yes, it's been three years. I thought it was four, but the way I was counting was wrong. Three years we have been on the air, and I'm telling you, it has been phenomenal. I mean, we have crossed a milestone as a beginning or a beginner podcaster, and I'm just excited what God has done. I mean, we had some turbulence this year. Oh, yes, it really, really, like, put a monkey wrench in my plans because I wanted to travel. But guess what? We can still do that by Zoom. So we're going to have a virtual celebration. I want to invite you. Um, just send me your email address, and I will send you the Zoom link, the invitation, and it'll be November 7th at 7 p.m. I should have said 7.30. That's what I wanted to say, 7.30 Central Time. Let me change that. Or we can do 7. You know, a lot of people probably won't start coming in anyway about 7.15. <laughs> so let's just keep it at 7, because, you know, people are like, whoa, they come in straggling when it's almost over. And I'm guilty of that, too. I'm guilty of that, too. So anyone um, that would like to celebrate with us online, drop me your email address, and I will send you the link for our celebration November Seven at 7 p.m. Central Time. It's Boom Factor third year of being on the air. Oh my goodness. And I pray to see you there. This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. God bless you.